Their travel talk at the town at the moment. The warnings are out to book early, given the prices are only going one way. That's if you can book at all, given one capacity. And two, it's not affordable for many to fly anywhere. On the upside, some celebration this weekend for Air New Zealand as they hit pre-COVID capacity with the relaunch of their Chicago route. CEO of Air New Zealand, Greg Forum, back with us. Good morning. Morena. So all 29 pre-pandemic destinations as of Chicago are back up and running. Is that capacity as well in terms you know, the number of flights? No, it isn't. Um, we're back to close to about 100%, Mike, domestically. Um, about 85 across Tasman and about 65% and growing internationally. So although we're hitting every port, we're not hitting it with either the same schedule we were pre-COVID, but most importantly, the same number of seats. When will we? Um, probably about June next year, we start to get pretty close. So what we've got happening at the moment is domestic fleet is looking pretty good. Um, we've actually got some new domestic A321s about to hit. We are doing a pretty good job of getting the triple sevens back. We've got four back now. We've got a fifth one starting in December. And then the next two are going to be March and June next year. I read a speech from Alan Joyce of Qantas he gave last week to somebody and he worked through the, 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 the rigmarole of pulling a plane out of the desert. I'm not sure people understand how complicated and expensive that is. Um, yeah, it takes a bit of time. It takes us about uh, 12 to 13 weeks from a maintenance and engineering perspective. But it's all the other things that you have to do as well in terms of getting pilots retrained to fly that particular plane, to employing cabin crew. You know, we've brought back just over 2,200 people so far this year. So we've been really busy recruiting. Um, so it's a, it's a whole combination of things that go around the ecosystem to get a plane back out of the desert and back up flying. How bad is staffing at the moment? How close to being normal are you? Um, look, I would say that it has been a reasonably significant challenge to, to get back up in terms of all aspects of the business um, around staff. So getting the pilots retrained, re-employing cabin crew and training them, getting airport workers, getting more engineering and maintenance people it has been, you know, if you like, a total company fight or push to get all those people in and to get them trained and employed. Um, we track it every single week, as you can imagine, so we know exactly how many airport workers we need in Queenstown, and that's down to baggage handlers and front of staff. But, you know, it's something that we are working on and have been working on basically since the middle of March when we, we finally found out what was happening with borders. The supply-demand equation that we're seeing at the moment and all the headlines that I'm sure you're well aware of and the anger in the community about the cost of flying and the fact you can't do it, what's going on? Is it just not enough seats? Yeah, that's the fundamental uh, point here, Mike. You can see, as I said at the beginning of the, the interview, we're running international at about 65%. When we put a triple seven back in, that adds another 4,800 seats per week. But when you've had seven of those sitting in the desert, um, you just don't have enough seats out there. So that's one issue. The other two is uh, obviously fuel doubled. And then, of course, we're dealing with inflation like everyone else. But the key for us is get as many seats out there as we can as safely and as sensibly as we can. And that's you know one of the reasons we've looked at using Waymos with an A330 for three months is how do we create better surety for people 
is they're thinking about travel during Christmas, and if that means that we need to lease another plane, then that's exactly what we've done. So when's that demand supply thing going to cross over to the point where fares are going to come down? Because I've got, I mean, we're, our family's got personal experience trying to get people out of Europe to New Zealand, America to New Zealand. It's nigh on impossible. Yeah, and what you've just identified is the worldwide issue of this, isn't it? It's not just an Air New Zealand thing. I was in the US last week, um, you know, meeting with United. I see the same thing in all American airlines. I'm seeing it in Europe. Everyone is working hard to get the capacity back. Look, for us, we start to feel better um, by the middle of next year, as I said. For other airlines, I'm hearing they're saying it might take them a bit longer. Now, that will be one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is, as we know, economically, you know, things are, are happening around us. So it could well be that demand comes out because disposable income drops off a bit. So a bit hard to pick it, but it's not going to happen in a matter of months. Are you economically resilient, do you think? So when things bite, if there's a hard landing economically in this country next year and people are struggling, will you feel that or will people still be desperate to travel? Oh, that's a great question and one that um, I guess the way that we think about the business is, if you like, be a bit bold in thought, but a bit cautious indeed. So it's certainly very strong demand at the moment, but we know that travel is driven generally around disposable income as disposable income comes under pressure. Com- you know, the combination of that with high ticket prices at the moment, you would expect that at some point demand will probably come off. Our resiliency, you know, is at the moment is pretty good. So, you know, we recapitalised earlier on this year. We've got a really good balance sheet. Um, obviously, things are good at the moment. We we came out and said to the market that, you know, we'd be back in profit um, and given an indication of what that could look like at the end of a half, which is eight weeks away. So we're feeling okay. Good. New York is a mess. Are you embarrassed? First thing I'd say is I'm actually really pleased with New York, Mm. and I mean that seriously. So we've done 18 flights, Mike. It is a pretty ambitious route to do, particularly when you're restarting. But I actually admire our ambition for taking that on. It is an ultra-long-haul route. There's a few of them around the world. You know, when I talk to my counterparts in Cathay, when I talk to them in Singapore, when you're doing these extra long routes, you don't always make it from A to B. Now, out of 18 flights, there's only been one when we've had to do a gas and go, and that was a two-hour stop. And there was one flight where we left 65 bags. So I admire the fact that we've done it. I like the ambition. We're getting better and better at it every time we do it. We've moved, oh, what about, oh, something like 7,000 passengers, I think, since we've started. And the bookings are strong. All right, appreciate your time, Greg Foran out of Air New Zealand for us this morning.